I'm going to dig deep into the concept not just of your sales funnel, but of making sales in that sales funnel. I'm going to dig into the concept of an urgency that's associated with making those sales. So often when you're building your business, you may get all of the pieces in place. You've got the emails in place. You've got visitors coming in that are interested in whatever it is that you're doing. You're writing a daily email. You've got content out there. You've created a couple of products. Maybe you have a membership. But then it's kind of like, okay, where do I go next? Obviously, if your sales funnel isn't converting, pouring more traffic into the front end isn't going to increase sales or at least not to the place where you're profitable. If you're not obviously bringing in traffic, then you're not going to make sales. But if you're bringing in enough visitors to say we should be making a conversion rate of sales, but you're not making those, it makes it really hard to scale. And so one of the things that's critical in your business is that you have things in place that allow you to make sales because without the sales, nothing happens. So without the sales, you're unable to pay for your traffic. Without the sales, you're not profitable. Without the sales, the people that come into your business can't buy from you, uh, can't progress, et cetera, et cetera. Because here's the thing. If all of the training that you have is, let's say it's free, it's all on a blog, and, and you can say, I've got all the training out there, I'm going to change lives with this. The truth of the matter is most people's lives are not changed by reading free content because no matter how good your content is, people's frame online that free means not good. Free means not complete. And the same thing goes for low cost. You know, a lot of times folks really get drawn into this low-cost mentality. They think that they see other people driving their business with low cost when in reality they're not. And I'll, I'll touch on that in just a moment. But folks sometimes get drawn into this idea of, of if I can make more sales if it's low cost. The problem with low cost, and low cost is relative depending on what niche that you're in, but the problem with low cost is Folks generally associate low cost with low quality. So what that means is that if you're promoting at low cost all the time, folks perceive you as being low quality. And if you're low quality, then they won't take action. Sometimes my wife will come home from the grocery store. And she says, wow, I bought these 10 cans of something and it was 70% off. What's the first words out of my mouth? What's wrong with it? I want to look at the expiration date. I want to look at the brand. Was it made in a factory that's closing down? What's wrong with it? You know, if, if my wife's able to pick up something for 10% off, okay, great, that's a sale. But 70% off? If, you know, if, if I'm at the grocery store and I'm looking at two brands, say I'm looking at a loaf of bread and one loaf is $5 and one loaf is $1. And they look pretty much the same. There might be some differences. There are times, folks, when I might buy the $5 loaf of bread just because I'm scared of what's in the $1 loaf of bread. Now, obviously, if I, if I know the quality, if we've tried it before, hey, I'll save the 80% every day. But if I don't know, I'll often pay more to ensure quality. Here's the thing. If you think about it, you're the same way, aren't you? You'll pay a little more to ensure that you're getting the best. Here's the thing. If I'm that way and you're that way, 
can we then say that your clients are not that way? I don't believe that we can. And sometimes it's really easy for us to think that the world wide web is so big that the consumers out there will just buy at the lowest price all the time. Here's the thing. They may buy at the lowest price some of the time, but then when they buy it, they don't use it because they believe it's of lower quality. But sometimes when you raise your prices, you can make more total sales. I'm not just talking total dollar volume. I'm talking get more people to buy if you raise your prices. Okay? So I told you I would kind of comment on sometimes what you see in the marketplace is that you see an advertisement that goes to a real low-priced offer, 7 bucks, 10 bucks, something like that. And if you don't buy that, then you continue to get marketed to at that low price. But as soon as you buy it, you're then marketed to at a buyer price, which is could be $100 or more. And what happens is it's really easy to look at that front end and build your business like you see some other marketer doing on the front end. Can I let you in on the secret? Front ends break even. Front ends break even or lose money. That's why folks struggle when they go to Bing or Yahoo or Google or Facebook or LinkedIn or Pinterest or Instagram and buy traffic. Because they break even or lose money on their first product. And I don't care if you've got a hundred products. Every product that you promote directly to your ad source generally breaks even or loses money. That means you could spend a hundred thousand dollars a month on advertising and do a hundred thousand dollars or less in revenue and you would, you, you, you'd never get anywhere. The profit occurs when somebody buys another product down the road. Now, I'm not talking about an upsell. A lot of times folks say, okay, well, I'll make my money on the upsell. Generally, what happens is your entire funnel on the front end barely breaks even. So if you have an upsell in there, instead of investing $100,000 in revenue and only making ninety, you invest $100,000 in revenue and make one hundred and twenty. Well, by the time you pay your fees and the other things that go along with having a $100,000 a month business, you're really still only breaking even. The profit comes when you build a relationship with that buyer in seven days, 14 days, 21 days, six months later, they buy another product at five or ten times the cost of what they bought on the front end. Folks, in order for you to generate the revenue that you want from your business, I believe there's, there's two things that have to be in place. Number one, you've got to have quality products that people want to buy. If you don't have that, of course nobody's spending. In, associated with quality products people want to buy, you've got to be able to write a sales letter that conveys the quality of that product and why they would want to buy it. So that all fits together right there. But the second thing that you've got to do is you've got to have a quantity of products on your end that allow you to maximize profit to the level that you want to. And so what that means is let's say that you are investing $100,000 a month up front. 
you're generating $100,000 in revenue that breaks even on that. But in order for you to genuinely be profitable, you probably need to double that. You need to do 200 grand a month, or we could say it's a year, whatever the case is. So in order to do that, the first product that you sell to folks that have purchased that initial break-even product maybe is worth $20,000 a month. The second product is maybe worth $15,000 a month. I'm using the month number. We could, we could stretch this out over a year. I'm wanting you to see a big picture here. Sometimes when we talk about $100 here and there, it's hard to see the big picture. I want you to see the big picture. The second product is $15,000 a month. Third product is $10,000 a month. And so what you're seeing is you'd almost have to create 30 products to double that initial revenue on the front end. Or, or you can create a membership or a coaching program that generates a third of your revenue. So what that means is if you are generating $100,000 on the front end, you've got three products that generate another $50,000, then a third of that's another $50,000. So you could have a coaching program now that generates another another third. Because you may say, well, bring that down to reality. You say, I'm just getting started. I have one product. I'm making $200 a month, but I can't feed the family on that. Where do I go from here? Where you would go from there is to say, number one, you've got to have more leads coming in the front end. But number two, you're going to have three or four products on the back end that generate, let's say, $4,000 a month. $4,000, you say, well, I still can't quite feed the family. Okay, great. When you add a membership in and you're aggressive about promoting it or a coaching program, now, once again, you're able to add a third of the business, so a third of 4000 is thirteen, fourteen hundred. Now we're at 5200 Maybe you add another product and now you're at $6,000 a month. But notice there's multiple products and there's membership involved. So there's two paths that we can take. One path is that we automate everything in your funnel. The other path is that you promote everything live as you create it. In reality, neither path is perfect. If you're creating new content live all the time and you burn out and you've got to take a month off and everything you do is live, you'll have a month with no income. That's not good. The flip side is, if you make an effort to make everything that you do run through a sales funnel, what happens is, I'm going to call you on it, it happens to me, it happens to other people, you've seen it, you tend to get lazy. So if you're writing an email for your funnel, that's going to be email number 37, and people aren't going to see it for a very long time, you don't have the same urgency to write a great email as if you write a live email. So if I write, if I sit down and write a live email to my list right now, it's going to be stronger than if I'm writing an email for an imaginary number 37 that only 3% of my list is ever going to see. I hope that makes sense. So how do you bridge that gap? Here's what I do. I market live first, so if I release a new product, I do my pre-sell first, live, I have the opening day live, I have the Q&A email live, I have the here's what's included email live, I have the final chance email live, 
Then once the campaign is over, I take all those emails that were written in the heat of the moment, that were live, I was intent on making sales, I was intent on changing people's lives, and I simply go in and I edit whatever I need to to make it evergreen. So, for example, my launch email, when I launched it, it said, here's my brand new XYZ. Well, it's not going to be brand new in the email campaign, so I might just cut out the words brand new. Here's my XYZ training program. The final chance email. I might change that from it, here's your final chance to get it to here's your final email from me on this. Or I might just eliminate the final chance email. Or I might have a I've added an additional payment plan type of an email. So I'm, I'm adding it, I'm changing that final email since it's no longer going to be final for the launch. And in my automated campaign, the price may have gone up. So whatever scarcity I used on the live campaign, it's not there anymore. So I just take that out. But I don't have to write a brand new email campaign for my autoresponder. But my autoresponder contains the same urgency as my live campaign because I'm using my live campaign emails in my sales campaign. I, ho I, I hope that that's making sense, and I hope that not only is that making sense, but it's breaking through, that it's like, wow, now here's something I can do that's really going to make a difference. Here's the thing. If you've only got a couple of products, you should be creating a new product every single month. For the most part, folks, for the last 10 years, for the most part, every month, I've created a new product. And you might say, Sean, you don't need to create new products anymore. You've got so many products. Well, actually, I'm in the process right now of creating and releasing a new product. In three months from now, I will probably be in the process of creating and releasing a new product. So let me ask you this. If I with 100 plus products find it necessary and engaging and useful to you as my clients and to me financially to create new products, then if you're starting out, shouldn't you be creating a new product every month? Whether you want to, whether you feel like it, you should be creating a new product every month. If you will launch that product live to your list every month, then put it in your autoresponder. In 12 months, when somebody comes into your email campaign, they will have 12 product launches they can go through, and you could space those out every two weeks instead of once a month, so that in 24 weeks, that's about six months, five and a half months, they will have been exposed to all 12 of your products, and by that time, you will have created six more for them to go through, and they will have seen those live. Here's the thing. If you're creating good training, the more that you promote, the more money you'll make. For many of you, you could sit down today after this training, and in three hours, you could record a brand new three-hour training program in your niche. How do I know it takes three hours? Because it takes three hours to record three hours of material. It's physics. Right now, I am recording a training. I've been recording for about 15 minutes. 
in 15 minutes, I've created 15 minutes of training. And now, what I normally teach is take an hour a week, and every month you'll have four hours of new training. But I want to instill in you the urgency of being able to say, I'm going to sit down today and create a new training program, three hours. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to wake up while I'm fresh and I'm mentally ready, and I'm going to write a sales letter. The same time as I write a sales letter, I'm going to send an email out to my, my list that pre-frames the new sales letter. You might ask them, or how would it feel if you could do X, Y, Z? Shoot me an email if you're interested in that. Get engage folks with that pre-sale email. The third day out, so today is day one, record for three hours. Tomorrow is day two, write the sales letter and send out the pre-sale email, or you could send another pre-sale email today. And on day three, which is the day after tomorrow, you send an email out that says, it's finally here, or it's here, my brand new XYZ training program with the 25 bullet points, and there you are. That's the urgency in creating the sales and the product. Now, I don't talk a lot about the urgency of making the sales because it, I tend to take that out of context, and I, I'm so scared that folks are going to see me as teaching and a push for making sales over changing lives. But here's how you fix that. When you create your training, it's all about changing lives. So when I go to create a new training program, I might ask myself, what's the revenue goal? The revenue goal might be 300 sales times $100. Okay, so that's a revenue goal. But then the next question is, and sometimes it works the opposite way, the next question is, okay, what can I create that will change 300 lives and will give folks an amazing value for $100? What I believe, folks, is that many times marketers get stuck on one side of that two-sided equation. They either spend all their time creating training that's going to change people, people's lives but never really make an effort to sell it. Or they spend so much time trying to sell, sell, sell that they never create anything of quality. You've got to do both. Every training you release should change lives. Can I say that again? Every training that you release should change lives. But at the same time, you would you should have an urgency to making sales for two reasons. Number one, it puts the money in your pocket because that's the financial part of your business. But number two, the more people who buy, the more people's lives can be changed. Bottom line. Okay, so the second part of this whole equation is adding a membership with a lower price tag on the membership than the price tag on your training programs. So let's say that most of your training programs run from $100 to $500. You could have a membership that's $30 or $40 a month, which gives access to a whole basket of training. It may be 
parts of all the trainings that you had, not all of the trainings, but parts of those trainings. It could be have additional trainings that you add in. It could add in a weekly training. So after a year, you'd have 50 additional trainings in that membership. And you say, well, Sean, why have a membership when people can just buy the training? Here's the thing. Some people won't invest in a particular topic because of the price. But if you're able to give them some of the similar instructions plus 100 times additional instructions on similar topics for a lower price that they can cancel any time, then sometimes there's an inducement for a part of your list to join a membership even when most people are buying and paying full price. Now, again, in the membership, we're not discounting what you're selling at full price. You're extracting parts of it. You're creating other things just for the membership. You're doing a weekly training call like you've seen me do. You package those things in a membership. Now, not everybody is interested in the membership. Some people would rather just buy exactly what they want, pay full price for it, and all is well. The third thing that you can put on the back end of your sales funnel to do two things. Number one, change more lives. And number two, put more money in your pocket. Remember, we're doing both, is adding a coaching program. You see, some people are able to learn from your audios, from your PDFs, from your videos. But some people need more. They need to be able to talk with you personally. Now, one way to do that is with one-on-one -on -one coaching. I'm, I'm not going to include that in here. In terms of a large-scale business, one-on-one -on -one coaching just burns you out. Now, if you're a small business and you set aside seven hours a week for one-on-one -on -one coaching, then that can be lucrative and it can change people's lives. But as your business grows and scales, trust me, it becomes harder and harder and harder to set aside seven hours of one-on-one -on -one coaching when the truth, the reality is 95% of everything that you coach one-on-one -on -one if you've created more than 100 hours worth of training, you've already taught it on the trainings, and you feel like telling people when they ask you questions you've already answered in your training, why didn't you just listen to the training? So when you've been in business for a long time, one-on-one -on -one coaching becomes more and more and more frustrating because you're, you're just telling people the same thing that you told the last person that you told the last person that you taught on last week's membership call, that you taught on last week's training, last year's training program, and they have access to it. So just, you don't have to trust me on it. Go with seven hours of one-on-one -on -one coaching until you burn out on it, and then you can start cutting back. I'm wanting to give you this at an advanced level, so we're just going to jump past one-on-one -on -one coaching. We're going to go straight to group coaching, which allows folks to still ask you questions, but you're not committed for a full hour to go on and on and on with someone who just isn't ready for everything because they haven't studied the material. And I hope that you understand that. By the way, I personally believe that one-on-one -on -one coaching, for, a, for if you're just starting out in the business, one-on-one -on -one coaching will make you a stronger coach. If people are working with you one-on-one, -on -one, until that point where you're like, wait a second, I'm just repeating myself every time we talk, it will make you a stronger coach because of all the questions that are asked because of the effort that you'll put in to give people step-by-step -step information. So there's a place for it in your growth pattern, but we're talking about building a big business here, so we're kinda, I'm, I'm kind of skipping over it. So you have a coaching program. 
A coaching program should be priced at a higher price than the membership, but maybe not a higher price on a monthly basis than the training that you have. The coaching program is going to have a separate series of lessons, lesson one, lesson two, that just takes people step-by-step step through whatever it is that you teach. You could have 12 lessons. One lesson goes out each week for 12 weeks. You say, Sean, what do I do on week 13? They stop getting the lessons and all the training comes on a live coaching call just like this one. During that whole entire time, you've been weaning them into the position of coming to your weekly call. It's important that you, you convince folks. Ah, you can't convince them. But it's important that you let them know that it's important that they come to that weekly call. Because if they don't come to the weekly call for the first 12 weeks and the lessons stop, then they feel like they're not getting any value. But if the lessons stop, they probably haven't finished all the lesson work. They're ready for a break in the lessons. You're coming to the weekly calls. You continue to give them new information. And the coaching transitions from lessons to the weekly call. So it's important that folks buy into that weekly call if you want them to stay with you past the time of the lessons. Now, does that mean that over time you can't add lesson 13, 14, 15, 19? Of course not. You can add those lessons over time. But I want you to see the big picture. So, so if you think about this, over time, like over the course of the next year, you create 12 products. They go into your, they go into your automated autoresponder campaign, a promotion campaign every other week for 24 weeks is your 12 products. Of course, by then you'll have six more products, so you'll have 12 more weeks that you can add on to the back of that. You're also going to have a membership that you promote in two places. One, as an upsell. Anytime somebody buys your training for $100, you say, hey, would you like 180 more hours of training? Obviously, you've got to get to that place. But, you know, when you're starting out, it's 12 hours. Would you like 180 hours of additional training plus a weekly training call for just $30 a month? You can sign up right now. And a percentage of people that buy your $100 product will enroll for that, enroll in that. You can sweeten the pot by adding in all your other products. If you, I mean, if you really want to induce people to join that membership and stay in there for a really long time, you can just keep throwing training inside of it. Uh, and then the coaching program. You're ready to launch a coaching program. What I like to do with a coaching program is they've bought the first item. They've been on your list seven to ten days. Then I will do a coaching program launch campaign from day, say, 10 to day 17. And remember, you're doing it live the first time, and then once you've done that campaign live the first time, then you put it in your automated campaign for day, say, 10 through 17. Then days 17 through 24 are product number two. Then days 24 through 31 is content Days 31 through 38 is your next product launch for product number three. I hope that you're seeing where we're going with this. Okay. Layered on top of this is every time, remember, once a month you're going to create a new training program. So every month when you create that new training program, you're going to promote it to your list, your entire list, the people that are going through your sales funnel, the new, everybody. You're going to make sales. Now, sometimes you may wake up on Monday morning with an idea. You have an idea for something you can teach. Maybe it's something that would take only an hour to teach. Great. Schedule a live training call for Wednesday. It's Monday, remember? Schedule a live training call for Wednesday. Put a price tag on it. Write a quick sales letter and send it out to your list. 
you'll make a few sales. Now, what's going to happen is that you're going to take that training, and you can, if it's a good training, you put it in your sales funnel. Or if it's a partial training, next week you could do another live training that's part two. The next week you do another live training that's part three. By the end of the month, you have a full training, and guess what? You were paid to create that training because if ten people paid you something to be on the live training, you were paid to create the training, and then you can sell it for month after month after month after month going on into the future. And folks, that's your sales funnel blueprint right there. But I want you to notice that there's an urgency involved in making sales in what I'm talking about. Because if you have a position in the middle of the week where sales are slow, I want to talk about money. I want to be real for a second. You need $500 in the door today. What do you do? Depending on the size of your list, you could create a $50 training program today that 10 people buy. You have $500 in the door today. Or you only have a little bit of time. You're going to create something really small. You don't do this all the time. You'll, bear, you'll beat up your list. You've got a decent-sized list, and you know that it converts at a certain percentage if you just release something quick. $10 item today. Tomorrow it's $50. 50 people quick make a $10 sale. You've got that $500 in the door. Now, once again, I'm not talking about peddling junk. I'm not talking about creating junk. I'm talking about marrying people's needs for your training with your need for income today. Now, some of you say, well, I don't have a big list. Great. Do the same exercise. Send it to your list, but also post it on Facebook, post it on LinkedIn, post it on Google+, post it on everywhere else that you exist. Maybe you only make a few sales because you're just you're on the beginning end of things. But let me ask you this. If you're on the beginning end of things, your average revenue is 10 bucks a day, and it takes you three hours to create an offer that generates $100 or $200, that would be phenomenal, wouldn't it? Because that would move you up into a new realm. Because you would no longer be satisfied with 10 bucks a day. You'd want 100 or 200. You'd wake up tomorrow morning and say, how, how can I duplicate this? Maybe you have a bigger business. You're doing 20 grand a month right now. That's $670 a day, right? $670 a day. And you wake up and you say, you know what? We, we have a cash flow need. We need an extra $1,000 in today. What do you do? Obviously, if you're doing 20 grand a month, you've probably got five, 6,000 subscribers. You say, you know what, i got an eight-hour workday here. I'm going to take the first two hours. I'm going to write a sales letter. I'm going to take the next three hours. I'm going to record for three hours. I've got three hours of the day left, and I have created a training program that I can just blow out to my list right now today. For the next six hours, you can get my brand-new training program that's going to sell for $97 for 10 bucks. 100 people buy it times 10 bucks. you got your $1,000 in the door. Tomorrow morning, price tag goes up to $97, and maybe it becomes a part of something. You relaunch it in a couple of weeks for $97 or for $297, and then you put it into your automated campaign. But what you had was you had a cash flow day, you created training that changed lives, and then your automated campaign continues to run. Now, folks, I have not given you an exhaustive list of ideas. What I hope that I've done is given you enough ideas that you can grasp the urgency and the possibility of making more sales than you are right now by creating more products, 
because when you have more products and you make more money, you can afford to get more, pay for more visitors and to do more creative things to get more visitors that come in and buy more products so you have more revenue so you can get more visitors. So many folks try to start with the visitors first. If there's a both kind of thing that goes on. Now, I did visitors for my first 90 days. Visitors, visitors, that's all I did for 90 days was visitors. And then once I created my first product, folks, it was like 50-50. 50% products, 50% visitors. Now, I, I, I'm probably two-thirds what I deliver, and only about a third of my time goes into the visitors part. You know, you could argue that once you've got 150 products and you're only spending a couple hours a week on the product creation, you could spend 15 hours on the visitor creation and, and continue to scale. So there's lots of things that you can do once you get this thing built out. But if you don't have the visitors, you can't make the sales. But if you don't have the products, you can't make the sales. Once you start getting a few visitors that buy a few products and you create more products, you can pay for more visitors, you get more sales, you can pay for more visitors, and every dollar that you bring in the front door, you set aside, say, 30% or 20% for new visitors plus all the work that you do for free visitors, articles and YouTube videos and Instagram and all of that that you do. But for every dollar that comes in from product sales, you put 20 or 30 cents aside and you invest in more visitors that go into your funnel. And they don't even have to make you a profit because it's, it's almost like it's free money. You're reinvesting in the business and those people come in. And over time, they buy from you and you're making more sales. And every time you do a launch, you're making more sales and more sales and you're putting 20 to 30% of that back for more traffic, and that's how you're able to grow, folks. But notice that it all comes down to that sales funnel. If you're not aggressive in the sales funnel, then none of this happens. And obviously, earlier on, I gave you the full blueprint for your sales funnel. Launch a new, and I'm going to review it real quick, and we'll close up. You're going to launch a new product every single month live. You're going to take your launch campaign, you're going to alter it so it's evergreen, and put it into your automated campaign so the 12 months from now you've got 24 uh, weeks of every other week a product launch. You're going to add in a membership. You're going to promote that as an upsell to every product that you sell. You're going to have a coaching program that you market on, say, days 10 through 17, which is initially marketed live. So that a year from now you've got 12 products, you've got a membership, and you've got a coaching program, and you build from there. So that two years from now you've got 24 products, and a membership and a coaching program. And the year after that, you've got 36 products and a coaching program and a membership. And each time you get a new visitor that comes through your 36-product, 72-week email campaign, every time they buy something, they're exposed to the membership. And obviously, when they first join your list, they're exposed to the coaching program. And you can rerun the coaching campaign every month, every other month, to get new clients to come into that. And you're constantly growing your sales you're growing the items that are for sale, and you're growing the size of your business. Folks, I believe that what I've just given you is a sales funnel blueprint that if, if, you will, if you'll grasp that, and if you'll really dig deep into that, and you'll grasp that, you can take that to the place of building a strong information marketing business. You can build a strong coaching business. You can build a strong membership business. But your coaching business, your membership business are going to include all three components. Your info business is going to be info products plus membership and coaching. If you call it a coaching business, it's going to be coaching plus memberships 
and info products. If you call it a membership business, it's going to be a membership business plus coaching plus products. Once again, I hope I've instilled the urgency of getting the right, getting good, strong quality products out there and then putting them into a long-term funnel that folks will be able to go through, learn from you for a long time, and obviously continue to buy from you for a long time. And there you have it, the Advanced Sales Funnel Blueprint.